When living with a different family, especially in a foreign country, one finds many causes for anxiety. One cause for me was food. Back home in California, I was used to grazing all day long. A handful of crackers here, an orange there, some cookies here, a yogurt there. Would I feel comfortable going into Famille Sheik's kitchen and foraging as if I were in my own home? A few hours after my first dinner with Famille Sheik, I began to feel hungry. I had had a delicious dinner, but being slightly nervous around my new host family and feeling anxious about conducting an entire conversation based on three semesters of college French, I hadn't eaten as much as I would have liked. So I thought I'd tiptoe in my pajamas to the kitchen, which I had up until then yet to visit. Famille Sheik's kitchen was not easily accessible. It was at the back of the apartment, down a long, dark hallway, and was not attached to any other room. I thought I'd sneak down the hall and have a peek. Perhaps there was a bowl of fruit for me to nibble on. Of course, the door to my room, being as ancient and fabulous as it was, let out a grandiloquent squeak as I began my stealth mission, and after a few moments, Madame Chic was down the hallway in her dressing gown, asking if I was okay. I assured her I was, and that I was simply going to get a glass of water. She said she'd get one for me. And apart from the strange look she gave my pajamas, which I will address in another chapter, everything seemed to be okay. Except it wasn't. I wanted my midnight snack. I went to bed that night slightly hungry, a sensation I was not accustomed to. The feeling wasn't that bad, in fact, it intrigued me. I had never allowed myself to get hungry. In California, I would find something to eat at the first sign of hunger pangs, completely eliminating the feeling as soon as possible. That night, I relished my hunger and had fantasies about what would be for breakfast the next day. It did take me a while to catch on, but I finally realized that most French people do not snack, and for me, Chic was no exception. The entire six months I lived with them, I never saw a single member of their household eat anything outside allotted meal times. They had excellent eating habits, were not overweight in the slightest, and gastronomically speaking, led very balanced lives. I never saw Monsieur Chic rushing out of the house with an apple in his mouth and a takeaway coffee in his hand because he was running late for work. Every morning, the family would have breakfast at the same time, and breakfast was a very satisfying meal. Then lunch would usually be eaten outside the home, presumably sitting down in a cafe, and dinner was always at least a three-course sit-down affair at home. If you had that to look forward to every day... You wouldn't ruin your appetite by stuffing yourself with crackers either. Le no-snacking design. Many modern American homes boast an open-plan kitchen, where the cooking, dining, and living spaces all seamlessly flow together in one giant room. This kind of interior is not common in Paris's ancient apartments. The journey to Famille Chic's kitchen was a small trek. Not only was the kitchen not attached to any room, certainly not the dining room, but it was situated at the end of a long, dark corridor that usually had washing hanging in it. You might argue that having an open-plan kitchen is warmer and more welcoming. After all, the kitchen is the heart of the home, but it also presents temptations. It is terribly difficult to avoid the cookie jar if it is staring you in the face while you try to mind your own business in the living room. Famille Sheik's kitchen was purely functional. While many modern kitchens boast granite countertops, stainless steel appliances, and espresso makers, Famille Chic's kitchen was tiny and quite dated.
Its main function was to turn out meals, albeit spectacular meals. Breakfast was the only meal of the day consumed in the kitchen. Dinner was always served in the dining room. Femi Sheik's living room was very formal. It was not the sort of place one would lounge in while snacking. There was no comfy sectional with throw pillows, no lazy boy chair, no giant flat-screen TV. Instead, there were four antique armchairs. They did have a tiny dated television, which they rarely watched, but it was tucked away in the corner. Femi Sheik's living room was set up for conversation, entertaining, or reading a book. And because it was so formal, one would have felt quite strange devouring cheese puffs out of the bag whilst in it. Snacking is not chic. Have you ever watched someone mindlessly snacking, sitting in front of the television with a bag of pretzels or a pint of ice cream, absent-mindedly eating while not really paying attention?